for me, my codependency leaks through to how I am with my technology because I was texting my friend the other day and I immediately replied and was just like, I can I get back to you later on this? He's like, yeah, like I didn't expect you to like reply to me immediately. And I was like, I feel like I have to though. Like it's right there. If I don't reply immediately, I feel awful. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. My name is Hannah, and I am addicted to my phone. And my name is Emily, and I'm addicted to TikTok. Yeah. And that's it. Tricks are for kids. (laughs) And welcome to our podcast. (laughs) Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. I have, Have you ever looked at your screen time on your phone? Oh, I get that notification on like Sunday mornings or something when I'm trying to have like a like relaxed, chill morning. And I'm like, why on earth would you, you, know you burden me with you this can notification? Off. You can turn it off. Well, I have not turned it off. And so I get I recommend burdened. doing it for your mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we can get more into that yeah. later. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of, we got we got to deep dive. We got to fix some things. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like so much has happened in the past couple of days. But It's nothing. been a whirlwind. It's like a lot has happened, but nothing has Mercury happened. Mercury retrograde is upon us and everything. So yeah, it's been so great. To, but yeah. my move to LA has been postponed yet again. Not by much. Only by, by couple, only about like a couple weeks. Yeah. Like I, maybe two weeks. Yeah. Because I was planning on moving like mid-October, mm-hmm. right when you were going to Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, you'll be back from Disney World when I move. So I'll so get to see you yeah, before you move. For like d- two days. For like a second. <laughs> I'm like, because you're going to be packing like crazy and be so stressed. So I'm like, maybe we can just do like dinner. You have to eat. Yeah. I mean, you can come help me move if you want. You know, you I want, can also do that. You can help me pack boxes. <laughs> that sounds like a blast from the past. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron. Um, you never watched Jimmy Neutron. No, maybe you did. I know of it. I oh just, my God. I, you had a I feel like I've childhood. seen a couple episodes like sitting in the dentist office, uh, but I don't have one. any fond memories of this show. Just with Carl? the kid with the big head. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> Carl was obsessed with llamas. Sean was dumb. Sheen. I don't remember if it was Sean or Sheen. I think it was Sheen. And then there was always Jimmy, the smart one. Anyways, I don't know how we got from talking about your move to Jimmy Neutron. Llamas. So I also went to a llama vineyard as well. Um, Great segue, Hannah. Good job. Thank you. (laughs) That's exactly what I was planning. You you just So there is a vineyard here in North Carolina that's called Divine Llama. Shout out. But they have llamas at this vineyard. And Mm -hmm. I am obsessed with llamas. They're Mm -hmm. like one of my favorite animals. I didn't realize how disgusting they are. Side note. Yeah, they're gross. Yeah. (laughs) My friend from college family owns that vineyard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She had the llama in her wedding. It walked down the aisle. Oh, there's a ton of shit on their butts. Um, Yeah, they're kind of gross. They spit. Like, mm, they do spit. Oh my God. You didn't know llamas spit? I forgot. They're like camels. Yeah, I forgot. But they also have mini horses. I know. You sent me a picture and I was like, why am I not there? I, I sent it to you and you were like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. I sent it to the writer and he was like, so like fun fact the writer hates horses Um, and i slightly hate him for that we're gonna penalize him for hating horses he gets one strike oh that's a whole strike that's a whole strike how many is he allowed three oh my god (laughs) just kidding that's like a fourth of a a strike It's like a little uh, like he. I hope he realizes like when I meet him, I'm gonna be like, please explain to me why you do not like horses. Also, actually, don't want to hear it again. He also doesn't like sweet potatoes. Yeah, that's like one that I actually think I need to have a conversation about. <laughs> You're a vegan. You don't like sweet potatoes. I feel like sweet potatoes could like literally make everything. Yeah, he doesn't like sweet potatoes. He doesn't like yams. He doesn't see the point of it. It's weird. Okay, well he can't. He's not invited to my Thanksgiving, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love sweet potato casserole. You know, because we're going to come back home to North Carolina for Thanksgiving. You're going to have Thanksgiving right here at my table. Um, even though I'm moving out there November 1st. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I don't cook Thanksgiving. I just go eat <laughs> off of everyone else's. Get like 17 Thanksgiving. I'll be doing Thanksgiving in California. That's exciting. I'll be getting a rotisserie chicken for myself because the writer's not going to get a rotisserie chicken. Yeah, um, but he could come eat the sides, except for he doesn't eat sweet potatoes, so he probably wouldn't eat any of the sides. We can grill his cat. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. PETA, if you're listening, I'm kidding. 
I'm I'm 100% kidding. I just don't like cats. I would never do that, though. I'm sorry. Uh, Apologizes. It's so funny. Apologize to this cat. I have to like. I don't. This cat's. This, me and this cat are gonna fight. I'm already gonna fight one of his friends. His friends. One of his friends doesn't like redheads. I'm like, we're gonna have. We're gonna fight, sir. Like. And like, way to generalize, dude. It's because a redhead broke his heart. I oh, think. Okay. Something like well, that. Something stupid. It's like that's not our our whole fault. Yeah, the doctor was a redhead too. I still dye my hair red, though. I'm still red. Like I shouldn't be like technicality. I'm not actually a ginger. Thank I'm you so brunette, much. But it doesn't run in my veins. It doesn't run in my blood. It's just it runs in L'Oreal box dye. It <laughs> runs in what I dye my hair. Yeah, it runs in um the salon sink. <laughs> that's what it runs in. The salon sink. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like this week was like a whirlwind. What did you do? Did you do anything? <laughs> or were you just chilling? <laughs> Why? Why is that funny? Why are we laughing? I worked so hard this week at work. I have to. I'm not editing that out. I'm not editing the laugh out. Was it just the way I asked the question? Let the people know. What is so funny? What did you do this week? <laughs> just the tone. You're just like so like, I, I don't got a story to tell, bitch. What the fuck did you do this week? Like fucking keep entertaining the audiences. You know what we I did make- do? Oh, I can talk about what I did do. I watched the D'Amelio show on Hulu. Oh, is that okay? So is it a wreck or not a wreck at it, all? Okay. Loki, I actually really like those girls. I don't like follow their life like every single day. And, I don't like, follow them on TikTok. Know what they're doing. I think I follow them on TikTok and I know I follow them on Instagram, but um like I'm I'm not gonna sit here and pretend. I didn't love Dixie's first song that like they're really, one really, day really, really, really one sad. Yeah, okay. Really, 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 but really after bad. watching the documentary or whatever that was considered, I think it was called a doc. Yeah, um, it's a docuseries. I feel for those girls because they get so much hate and the whole the whole show is like centered around like the social media hate that they get and Mm -hmm. how and how that really affects them and the anxiety that charlie has and like how like the depression that dixie has but it showed a lot about like their everyday life dixie in the studio charlie like trying to dance on the side but she's so busy that she like like almost like fell out of love with dance because it's like a job now um, I Which watched happens. the whole thing and I was like, I, I like watched it in like two nights. There's mm-hmm. like eight episodes. They're like 30 minutes. They're not super long, but it made me just appreciate them a little bit more. But it also, I feel like touched on things that society like doesn't really touch on about like this whole, like people just hate, like posting hate comments on all of these mm-hmm. like influencers and people who are in the light and like, Oh, well, if you didn't want the hate, then like, why'd you choose that career? It's like, no, no one deserves hate period. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter what your career is. And so, like, some of the comments were terrible. And, like, mm-hmm. you could just see how it just, like, oh. would eat them up. Like, Charlie, like, posted a video of herself just dancing for fun to a Billie Eilish song and then took it down because, like, so many people, like, posted so many hate comments. Uh, so, I, so this YouTuber that I follow, Drew Gooden, he, uh-huh. um, is, he, like, is a commentary channel. And he's, like, really funny. But, like, the one funny video, I think he's never, like, he's never really done, like, a non-funny video. Yeah. And he covered the show. And he was, like... This was supposed to be funny, but it's really sad. Um, it was. Because, like, he's like, um, you know, you have these teenagers who, one, Charlie feels like she can't say no to any sponsorships or deals because her entire family income relies on her. And, well, she's and a like, she was the teenager. one that wanted to move to LA. And yeah. so she feels that pressure, even though her parents are like, we'll do whatever you want. Yeah. She feels that pressure of like, if I don't take this, then like these people that work for my family yeah, aren't so going to have so jobs. So many people who, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. And then her sister, Dixie, I haven't watched the show. I'm just literally going off of this review yeah. I saw. Her sister Dixie, like you see her like trying to, like, she's working with these people like in the music industry who are like top tier people. And like, and there was a comment that he made and it made me think of you. He's like, people who are naturally singers and like love singing and have like that natural gift of singing, they sing all the fucking time. They'll sing their fucking grocery list and just randomly around the house. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking that's Hannah. That's literally me. Um, <laughs> she'll just be like, singing. why do I, was I just do singing this? Here <laughs> at the table and you were like. Why are you singing? And like, I don't even know. <laughs> and um, you can tell that Dixie's afraid to sing she in a lot of it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, granted, it's probably because there's like 10 cameras 
on her oh, recording sure. the part like you're supposed to, when you're becoming a singer and like you're trying to get better at it you're going to fail a fuck ton it's just you're also failing on camera TV. Yeah. right right like it's yeah. all being documented a lot of that stuff before people are professional singers that stuff is not ever seen so you can embarrass yourself you right. can you know fail a yeah. lot it's not documented and i love the docuseries about that though because it like she talks about how like she didn't really have much like say in the lyrics and the song mm-hmm. that she first released that mm-hmm. like what is it a really really sad or whatever really, like really, she really, really bad, like she knew yeah. what she like what she wanted to write about but i don't think she had a lot of hands in the actual writing process and you mm-hmm. get to see her grow as like an artist yeah and then like it's like a lot of those first songs song that, that olivia o'brien like wrote with her and she was like at charlie's birthday like with her yeah. while she sang it you can just like see how these people like help her kind of find herself in yeah. her own like space so it was, like, a, it was a lot of really songs cool. that you write like your yeah. first songs oh my are gosh. awful and Unfortunately, like hers are just gonna be on the charts and just be right. seen and everything. Whereas, like your first songs, <laughs> you've buried away. <laughs> my first song was called "Crushed," and then my second song was called "Rushed." <laughs> I was like ten. Crushed, was, crushed, rushed. rushed, and then I think it was like something else. <laughs> and then it's like, then it's like heartbreak, like something that's like totally you're like twelve wrong. years old. And you're like literally, I had a blue like diary, and that's what it was. It was crazy, but mm. um, mm. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, it was it was a really cool. I like recommend. I would I would recommend watching it. Like if if you're like if you like turn your nose up to like influencers and people, like one, just don't follow them, but. Too like it, it just put it in a different perspective because mm-hmm. um, I know they get a lot of hate for and a lot of like why is she even famous why is mm-hmm. she even famous and so um, but it was really cool we got to see them grow we got to see their like the kind of behind the scenes to their clothing line with Hollister and so it was just really I didn't cool know they had a clothing line with Hollister yeah mm-hmm. mm. so it was really I thought it was really 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 now, well done and it wasn't like cheesy now one influencer I do have a bone to pick with because I do not support her being famous oh no it's Addison Ray purely because Which one is Addison oh she's, she's the other dancer. dancer yeah purely because of her film he's all that nothing against her Mm-hmm. It's her team that I have issues with. Well, I just don't I understand d- the why do we have to make everyone like an actor? Yeah. One, or like why a do we have to remake films? A lot of films. Like, I just don't like that whole thing. Yeah. Because just leave, like, she's all that. Leave it how it was in the 80s. Yeah. So she's all that. It's your basic, you know, stereotype of like, you know, a girl's ugly until she takes off her glasses and suddenly, oh my God, she's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's that kind of film. And like, yeah, it's a great 80s film. Leave it at that. Why did we have to Netflix it and, you know, put Addison Rae as lead? Like the acting in it is just atrocious. Huh? Was Kim in there or Kylie or one of the? Courtney, I think. Courtney. Either way, regardless, the acting is atrocious. Like it's so painful to watch. And I'm like, like she also now has a makeup line too. And I'm like, well, let's why? Just pick, let's just pick. Like, I know she was doing a bunch of stuff with, like, American Eagle. But, yeah. like, I feel like if you're going to go viral and be famous, like, I don't feel like you need to be an everything. Actress, an entre- like, you like, just pick, like, a couple things that you're passionate about. Like, if you love makeup, cool. Like, do a makeup line. Yeah. Awesome. But, but you like, don't I've need to also heard, be an I've, actor in a movie. I've never heard her. Have you ever acted in your entire life? I've never heard of her be ever interested in makeup and then to go with the makeup line it's probably it's just, just another monetary it's another like capitalistic ploy yeah. to get like 13 year olds to come to sephora and mm-hmm. buy makeup it's like not even that good of makeup i've tried yeah. it <laughs> yeah well that's why like when when they were showing their clothing line like you could totally tell that dixie and charlie like had their hands in it yeah. and like spent so much time on it like it was it was like a lot of like sweats like suits stuff that I can see stuff like that them. like yeah. I could actually see them in. And so in a Hollister, perfect age perfect. demographic. Exactly. And so at. it was it's just interesting. And I know we don't know all the like behind the scenes of like what and it's actually never happens. usually the person that I have an issue mm-hmm. with is usually their team. Cause I'm like how they market them. What are stuff. you doing? Yeah. Like this is just it's so like not well thought through. Well, Whereas like it's you look at somebody consistent. like Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Like, if you look at like Olivia Rodrigo's team, 
perfect idea of a marketing team. They know exactly the vision that they're after and it, it's executed perfectly. But it's consistent in like yes. all of the and you can the tell things. it's so well thought through and planned. Mm-hmm. Whereas like people, I think like Addison, she's just like a really good example of the same popularity and everything. It's just very haphazard and not really thought through well, as it's well. It's like piece parted together. Like yeah. it doesn't feel like a big, like they're, it's not like a puzzle that they've like yeah. put all together. Like it's it just like feel like a brand. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Like yeah. when you have a celebrity that famous, you have to make like a brand in a sort of way about this person. And then like, it's just like, okay, we've dipped our toes like in five different things and it's, you can be like good at a lot of things, but you can only be a master at like one thing. It's like, okay, like let's figure out the thing that this person's a master at and let's really go hard on that. And then like you get more success out of that. When you're doing all these different things, you're going to run out of ideas and they're all going to run dry soon because you're going to lose interest in certain things or the money's going to flop and you've like spread yourself too thin in a way. People are going to lose interest because you don't have, it's like like if I don't, if I think Addison Ray, there's not something that I think of. Yeah. Because you're overexposed at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, I guess my recommendations that I have right now, like one, I am so excited for October because all the films that are coming out in October is so great right now. Like there's a ton. I'm really excited for, I'm just going to tell you because you probably haven't seen a lot of these because they've been all at the film festivals. (laughs) One right now that I'm really excited to see is Spencer. Okay. It is about um, Princess Diana Mm -hmm. and it is a biopic and Kristen Stewart is playing Princess Diana. Oh my god! And there's been a lot of like controversy around that because everybody just thinks of her acting in Twilight. And I think Kristen Stewart is an amazing actress. She, her and Rob both, I think are great actress, actors. But when you look at like Twilight, like, I don't think her acting was bad. She, the character's just that poorly wrote that she yeah. was playing it pretty accurately. But I think down to her accent, like even like once in the trailer, she all she says is they don't and Princess Diana's voice. And like you can just tell from those two words how much work she put into the accent and everything. And every single festival, the Venice Festival, and I think some other ones, she's gotten standing ovations at every single one. So like critics are really like loving this. And I think this is going to be a really high Oscar contender role Mm -hmm. for her. Um, Like I think when I look at Rob's career, um, Personally, I think the film Good Time by the Safdie brothers was his turning point in his career. It was an independent film. And this is what I've said, too, about Zac Efron. I think Zac Efron needs to do this. He tried to do it, but he didn't stay in it long enough. When you have an actor or an actress that has been in this pigeonhole to this one type of role and you want them to change, I think the best investment to get them more into serious dramas is to go the indie route because then they'll start booking the mainstream roles that are really high profile and Oscar contender worthy. Mm -hmm. So with Rob, after he did Twilight and Harry Potter, he started doing indie films and one of them being Good Times by the Safdie brothers. The Safdie brothers are the guys who also wrote Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler, if you want to know who that is. Like I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite films. It's an amazing film. He did some hit or misses, but I think that was the one role that like really pivoted his career. And then it also was The Lighthouse, which he did with William Defoe. And now he's Batman. So a right. complete yeah. career shift to be well, a more serious seen actor. As just yeah. And Edward he was Cullen. just in a Christopher Nolan film mm-hmm. in Tenet. So like his entire film career has completely changed. People look at him as a serious actor now. And I think Kristen Stewart's doing the exact same thing right now. And, you know, soon we'll see her more. Yeah, I think this would be an Oscar contending role for her. And then uh, I, I think Zac Efron, he is one actor that I think really needs to do this because I think he tried doing it, but then he just got pigeonholed into that attractive hot dude kind of role. And I mean, Matthew McConaughey has done this too in his book, which I've read his autobiography. Um, he was so sick of being stuck in the rom-com um, mm, film and yeah. doing all those kind of films that he wanted to do more serious roles. And so then he started doing more indie films like Mud, who was directed by Jeff Nichols, who is a UNCSA alum. I've met him. Uh, <laughs> we're friends. It's fine. He's really attractive Flex. in real life. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, so he did like Mud with Jeff Nichols and uh, it, he was able to then do Dallas Buyers Club and that got him his Oscar and he was able to get out of that same type of role and do those more serious roles and so I think indie film is a great way if you're wanting to like rebrand yourself you know if you're like a Disney star wanting to rebrand yourself this is like a great way to do it Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> Zendaya's done it though with Euphoria, mm-hmm. I think, you know. But she is so good in yeah, Euphoria. Yeah. I there's uh I think um Olivia Holt did it too with Cruel Summer. I think you're gonna see a lot more of her and more serious roles after that. And I mean it's not something that's gonna happen overnight, but I really love it when I can see us a, a former like child star come from like a certain type of franchise jennifer lawrence did it she got a hunger games and was able to really brand herself as like this really high profile actress so i i love seeing that i think a lot of people are afraid to get into those kind of roles and start out in those roles because you can get pigeonholed that type of character and then you know go into more indie film and then you're able to get um these really high profile roles so yeah um just Zach Efron, if you're listening, um, let get a new agent, please. Get a new agent and manager. Get a new team. You need it. You need a new team. <laughs> um, I'm tired of seeing you as the hot guy. <laughs> Let's I'm, do something crazy. <laughs> right? Like, I'm also really excited. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm dying to. It is a new miniseries on HBO called Scenes from a Marriage. It is originally adapted from a Swedish miniseries by Ingrid, Ingrid Bergmar, who is a, a critically acclaimed, like, film director and um, writer and it is starring Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac and like the reason I wanted to watch it is purely because this clip of them two at the Venice Film Festival went viral on TikTok have you seen it Mm -mm. so it's just like a clip of like them pose it's the back of them like posing in front of the cameras like and from all the paparazzi and Oscar Isaac just turns to look at Jessica Chastain and like sniffs her hair and then like kisses up her arm and she just like she like gets cheeky and smiles and it's the most like romantic moment I have ever seen like on a red carpet and I mean they're doing it for the play up like you know the role I know but I was telling the writer I was so excited to see this and he's like why do you like watching stuff that's about couples breaking up and all the sadness i'm like because it's real um so if you liked normal people i have a feeling you'll like i loved normal people yeah i have a feeling you like scenes from marriage it's very similar to that um marriage story kramer versus kramer any film or show that's about a couple breaking up uh or divorce that's what this film is (laughs) this is the miniseries is so i'm excited to see both of them and in that and then i'm also really excited for last night in soho mm-hmm. which is from edgar wright who is the director of baby driver my favorite director and it is i think you'll like it because it has the same style of edgar wright like if you've seen hot fuzz you've seen baby driver or scott pilgrim versus the world um very similar veins in the editing style and just the cinematography, but there's a horror complex to it. It's very Ooh. thriller-like. I'll have to show you the trailer mm-hmm. afterwards, but I'm really excited for that one. Anna Taylor-Joy stars in it. Anna Taylor-Joy, how I pronounce her name, from The Queen's Gambit. She stars in it. And yeah, that, there's so many new films coming out that are just i'm eager to see and i cannot wait this is my favorite time of year when all these films start coming out halloween kills is also another one i'm excited for it's a sequel to the last halloween that came out with uh, david gordon green and danny mcbride Mm -hmm. that's coming out as well too i'm really excited for that one october is great it's the best Mm -hmm. month ever Mm -hmm. i want to get married it's your favorite one it's my favorite month Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm so excited so what is your captivation though my captivation is Casey Musgraves' of new course. album, Starcrossed. It's so good. I didn't even know she like released it on release day. I mm-hmm. like was following her like pictures and I was like, oh, she's like gonna put something out soon. And like well, I, she did a whole film trilogy mm-hmm, on Paramount. She did the the film stuff and then she released the single and I was like, oh my gosh. My favorite songs so far are Good Wife, What Doesn't Kill Me, There's a Light, Camera Roll, and Breadwinner. I can't pick. I'm obsessed with them. Um, Honestly, I'm obsessed with all of them. Yeah, Breadwinner is like really, really catchy. I always find myself singing it. Um, What was the one I was listening to the other day? They're so good. I do like Camera Roll as well. I thought we both talked about how we thought that was a really interesting um, Mm -hmm. concept. But I also liked if this was a movie Mm -hmm. and then What Doesn't Kill Me. I love What Doesn't Kill Me. Yeah. Yes. I love, like, I just, I think it was so good. I think it's so, I don't know, like, there's just not a song that I don't like. And I love Casey Musgraves. Mm-hmm. And I was like waiting. I've been patiently waiting. I've been listening to Golden Hour for like well, years. Well, that's the thing. It's hard like, to listen to um, <sighs> which one, uh, just Breadwinner, and think that this is about the Golden Hour. <laughs> I know when she says, the in same the, man. when she says in the song, one of the songs, I can't remember which Golden song, Hour Golden Hour turned black. black. I was like, it's about oh. the same man. 
Yes. Yeah. And like how she opens it with like basically like them signing divorce papers and taking mm-hmm. all their stuff. Like I was like, wow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. You just went for it. Mm-hmm. But I really like it. I think she did a beautiful job with it. And I just love her. Mm-hmm. What is your captivation? My captivation is a... <laughs> It's a show on Netflix. Okay. It is a doc, a food doc series. Um, okay. I like, okay, so like when I eat dinner, I, my favorite thing to watch is documentaries about food. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, that's like being at dinner and then talking about like yeah. the foods that you like to eat. I don't eat. know why. It's just like my favorite thing to watch. Mm-hmm. And so like I watch, I've seen so many, like Ugly Delicious is one of my favorite ones uh, with David Chang. He's one of, like, uh, one of my favorite chefs. I, I've, I wanted to eat a Momofuku when I was in Vegas, but we couldn't get a reservation. Mm-hmm. But I've always wanted to eat at one of his restaurants. But I was watching this one called Somebody Feed Phil. And it stars Phil Rosenthal, who is the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond oh. um, and a lot of those other sitcoms as well. So, like, he's super funny. And I started watching it with my parents. And my dad's obsessed with it. Like, he's oh, laughs good. at all of his jokes. And I'm like, it's such dad humor. Yeah. That's the thing about it. But it's just him going to all these different cities around the world and, like, That's trying, so like, local cool. cuisine. Yeah. And just I like him, just the humorous aspect he adds to it. My favorite episodes are probably the New York one. I do also love the Mississippi Delta one because the different types of food all the way from Memphis to, uh, I think they all go to like somewhere in Mississippi, like Clarksdale, Mississippi and all that. Mm-hmm. And then they did one in Seoul, Korea, South Korea. It was really cool. And um, London was also amazing as well. But I highly recommend watching it if you like food docs. It's a different one. I had heard so many people talk about it before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to randomly watch it. And I don't ever watch those shows in order either. Like, yeah, I just watch it like whatever city I yeah. feel like mm-hmm. today. Uh, and that's been, like, my favorite one lately. It's just, it's a really happy, like, food show to watch in a way. Good vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, like, my comfort show right now. I, I think that. to watch. That's so funny. <laughs> like, that's I literally so sit down at dinner. I'm like, so when I put Phil on, Yeah. Put Phil on, please. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I love it. If you guys have any recommendations for other, like, food doc series that you like, please send them my way. I've seen um, Salt, Fat, Acid, whatever that one is. Mm-hmm. I've also seen that one. I like that one. Uh, I've seen all the popular ones, I think, on uh, <laughs> Netflix. I don't watch Chef's Table. I don't watch the cooking competition. So that's I the only one I don't nerves. get into. It's very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, you have like five seconds left. Finish your meat. How Finish you your meat. Put- Finish your meat. <laughs> How are you going to put chocolate on steak? <laughs> like, why is the meat undercooked? <laughs> I, but if there's any of them, I love watching Gordon Ramsay's series also mm-hmm. on Disney+. Yeah, Plus. yeah. Gordon that is Ramsay, also a great yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I miss his show, Kitchen Nightmares. Do you remember yes, that show? I where do. he would go into the restaurants and like tear them fucking yes. apart? and it was I like, oh. That. God, I wish that would come back. Mm-hmm. That, it, Gordon Ramsay. Or like Ramsay. a stream, like you could go like stream it or something. Oh, you can on YouTube. Oh, I have. Okay. Trust me, I have. You would. <laughs> I did you start would. a pandemic. Oh, that was yeah. like the thing I did. Mm-hmm. And I was so, there's so much content I think I have absorbed during this whole pandemic, which also kind of leads into today's episode. But mm-hmm. before we get into that, I think we need to go over a couple of housekeeping things. So make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the gals guide pod and on our personal Instagrams as well at Emily Elise and at Hannah Nicole Adams. And then if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button and give us a five-star review and leave us a comment. You might get a shout out in the next episode. And if you're listening on Spotify, hit that follow button as well. And then stay tuned as well. If you are a gal scout, meaning if you listen to every episode and you're a fan, this isn't your first time here we may be making a community on an app. We are still testing it. If you guys want input on it and you guys want to have some say in what we're doing, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the Gals Guy Pod. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be polling you guys, asking questions this upcoming week because we really want to launch it like next month in October. Yeah. It's our second anniversary. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Uh, so we really want to have something like launched and like getting ready for that as well. We have a lot of ideas for mm-hmm. our second for anniversary. Yeah. So yeah, relationships with technology. I mean, I just Yikes. literally said like right there, I watch television while I eat dinner. Do you think like a lot of Americans do that though? Specifically yeah. Americans? Yes. Because I don't think it's happened a lot, a lot everywhere else in the world. I don't think a lot of people watch television. Mm-hmm. I mean, while they're eating. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, people have mukbangs that they watch also like on YouTube while they're eating as well. I mean, I think we're so ingrained. I will literally sit there at dinner sometimes 
on TikTok, like scrolling through TikTok as mm-hmm. I'm eating my food. And I was having a conversation with my mom the other day, like when I moved up to California, one thing that I'm going to challenge myself to do is go to dinner by myself Yeah, quite often because I mean, it's California. Millions of people do it. And I was talking to my friend the other day who was visiting town about how much I've always wanted to go out to dinner by myself and eat. Whether that's sitting at the bar or sitting at a table, I feel like a bar is a little bit more easier to, mm-hmm. but I, I, I always worried that people would think I looked weird or like, I don't know, like, I oh, know. poor her. When Aww. like I see people eating out by themselves. All of the time. And I'm just like, oh, I wish I was that brave. Like, I wish I, I wish could, I do, could that. do that. Like, I'm jealous that they feel confident enough to do that. I never think like, oh my God, what a loser. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> that's enough. I'm like, wow, that looks good. Or like, yeah, like oh, he's like having a conversation with a bartender or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, so. I just want to start doing that mm-hmm. and not like doing it and getting distracted on my phone kind of right. thing. There's a lot of things that I do by myself. Like I'll go shopping by myself, which yeah. apparently a lot of people don't do. And I think it's sometimes like, Oh, I go shopping by myself. I prefer to go shopping yeah. by myself. Cause then I don't feel rushed by the other person. Like if I like mm-hmm. really, really want to look mm-hmm. and like try things on and like take my time, I don't feel like someone's waiting on me. Cause mm-hmm. I hate that feeling mm-hmm. of like, I need hurry or like making somebody wait. Mm-hmm. But Coffee but, shops. I go to coffee shops by myself. I go coffee shops by myself. I've gone to plays by myself, mm-hmm. but I've never gone to a movie by myself. My mom does that, and I love your mother for mm-hmm. doing that. I think she does awesome. it all the time. She went to see Cruella by herself and didn't tell me, and I was like, "What the heck? I actually would have gone." She's like, "You never go." I didn't ask you, and I was like, "It's Cruella. I would have <laughs> totally gone." You you do never go, but I know. I know. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a big movie theater person. I like it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to like get a slushy and popcorn and like there's a good movie on that I really want to see. I like it around the holidays. Have we seen a movie together? Yes. And you talk through the whole movie. <laughs> we went to go see one of the um, Fifty Shades movies. Yeah, because okay, that I'm allowed to talk through. Well, yeah, yeah. That one's an Like exception. that I'm making like commentary. I feel like there's more though. I feel like we've like when we were like younger, like when you would come back from college. I don't know. Maybe not. I'm a terrible movie goer. Ask anybody. <laughs> I'm literally trying to think if we've ever gone to a movie together besides Fifty Shades. Well, maybe we need to do that before you move. <laughs> Gotta do all of the last. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. I don't have time for that. I love you, but I don't. I don't have time for a list of last. It's also not the last. <laughs> you never know. I'm just going to move to California and be like, bye, Hannah. Bye, I'm never going to see you I'm going to lock again. you out of the gal's guide. Everything is going to be my show now. I'll start a competing show. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah with an H. <laughs> if you know, you know the reference. You know, you know. <laughs> so but, funny. Yeah. What were we talking about? Technology. Um, technology. <laughs> So in our relationship, I mean, okay, it. so yeah, TV, dinner, oh, phone. We do. I mean, we do that all bed. the time. We literally, like, I li- literally live with my boyfriend, and we watch shows while we eat. Because it's like you our don't ever time. See the dining room table. We don't ever sit here. We have this big, big table for all of our five thousand guests that come over. All three kids. Um, and we sit on the floor in front of the coffee table. We have parents do the same thing. We have an immaculate dining room table. Here's the thing. Growing up, we always sat at the table. And mm-hmm. even, like, when I lived with my parents post-college, like, we sat at the table together. Sometimes we would sit at the bar, but we would, like, try, like, maybe, like, once or twice a week to actually have a family dinner at the table, mm-hmm. turn off the TV, and, like, have conversation. And I love that. But as, like, a young couple, like, we have conversations, like, all the time. And sometimes dinner is, like, the one time that we're, like, both together to be able to like actually watch our show or like we just want to like decompress from the day mm-hmm. and that's so it, like it's just relaxing mm-hmm. and it's still something that you're sharing like with your person mm-hmm. but it's also kind of sad that like that's just part of the routine mm-hmm. like the the fact that like people nowadays have like tv trays and we just sit on our couch and eat mm-hmm. which is also not good for you Mm-mm. it's not good to sit it's not good to stand either it's not good to stand and eat oh <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. Like yeah. Like when you go to like holiday parties. Register. Yeah. Your brain just doesn't register, register that, that you're, you're having eating. a meal. And I feel like that's the same when you're like on the couch or like yeah. on your bed. Like you just, well, you're your in brain, your cozy spot. Your so. brain's really simple. So like you also shouldn't eat in bed. I do that. I actually don't eat in bed. Oh, I want to, you also live here in your own apartment. I don't. So like I want to eat alone in my room. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have a couch or a chair in my room to so eat in. of course in. you're going to sit on your bed. So yeah. And that's not good for my brain uh, because my brain is now registering. Okay. We eat here. And then um, you're always we, hungry. <laughs> and then we, we don't, we don't 
it just sleep here kind of thing. Yeah. Like there's so many studies where, where in literally in psychology, like I've, I think I've told this before on the mm-hmm. podcast where like your bedroom should literally only be for sleep and sex because that's what your brain is going to register those areas as when you do other activities like studying or, you know, working mm-hmm. or eating in your bedroom, mm-hmm. your brain is not going to be able to register that this is where like we relax and yeah. know to like, this is where we wind down kind of thing. Your brain is very easy to manipulate like oh, that. Oh, 100%. I always have a drink on the couch. Not like, a, well, sometimes an alcoholic drink, but like something to drink on the mm-hmm. couch and something to drink in my car. And I cannot be in those two places without some sort of beverage. So, and it's so frustrating. So did you know this is also why you probably have the urge to go to the bathroom before you leave places? Because you've pavloved yourself to think that before you leave that you need to go to the bathroom and your bladder is triggered whenever you have to leave. You've pavloved yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. You've I'm doing better yourself. though because yeah. my... my um, Work schedule has increased drastically and I don't have time to go to the bathroom. So mm-hmm. like I went to the bathroom twice yesterday at work. Twice. I'm proud of you. One in the morning and one in the evening. You always ask me how do I have a strong bladder. It's because I, mo- I never tricked myself into feeling like I need to go to the bathroom before I go. So I just well, trust my, my bladder. my entire family does that. Yeah. Except for, it's literally just my sister. She has to go to the bathroom every single second of the day. Yeah, Not so I, much anymore, but growing up, it was, I just yeah. trained my bladder because I just don't. I, well, and I, if we're already, like, on family trips, like, we would stop because she would have to stop. And I'm like, well, because we're stopping, I might as well just go. Yeah. And then that's why I have to go. Yeah. Your brain's very easy to manipulate. Mm-hmm. So it's you can yeah. still trick yourself to not do it and, like, train yourself. It's right. hard. But... When you get in the habit of doing it, like habits take how many days to form? Like four weeks to mm-hmm. form? It's like 21 days, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, like it's really easy to do. And I always can, I've been trying to condition myself to not bring my phone into my bed. Mm-hmm. And I was that doing. That is the hardest one. I was doing really well yeah. for a while because I plugged my phone up at my desk. Granted, that's another thing. My desk is in my bedroom. And I know. It really shouldn't Everything be. Everything is together. <laughs> <laughs> if I had my own place, it wouldn't be. Or if I had a bigger place and had a separate room, I can make an office. It wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But c'est la vie. And I just, I was plugging my phone up across the room. And then I also had my Amazon Alexa that I was using as my alarm clock instead, because you had to yell at fucking Alexa to get her to turn off. You can't just be like, Alexa, stop. You'd be like, Alexa, <laughs> stop. <laughs> and it wakes you up when you have to I'm do sure, that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was doing really well. I wasn't using it as my alarm clock. Like I was really proud of myself. And then I started dating somebody on the other side of the country and Mm -hmm. would talk to them until I fell asleep sometimes or text them until I fell asleep and just happenstance had to have my phone there and would just be on my phone late at night, not relaxing until I went to bed. And I wish I was that bitch that could read something before she went to bed, but I can't. I've started reading like, so my boyfriend likes to play a lot of like video games. Mm-hmm. As that's like his decompressing stress from the day. Same with the writer. Thing. Yeah. And so before when he would do that, I would be like on my computer on Pinterest or like on my phone scrolling. And recently I've been like reading my book and I was like, so I'm just going to associate like when he plays video games, I read. That's great. That gets my reading in for the day. Cause like I'm really bad. Like I fell asleep on the couch cause reading makes me really tired. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why like I should read when I get in bed and like associate that. But I just can't because by the time I get to my bed, I'm out. I literally lay my head on the pillow and I'm out. <laughs> I want to read in the mornings. Mm, yeah. I want to do that before yeah. I even get on my phone. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, yes. I, I really want a morning routine where I just do not reach for my phone. When we had Scout yes, Sobel on the podcast yes. from OK Sis, her whole morning routine, I am so envious of. I really it's want a, it. And it's like a lengthy thing. Like it's yeah. like two hours or something. Yeah, like before her, she looks at her phone. Like go listen to that episode with OK Sis and she like goes through her morning routine and it's like... Like she like goes out and is like like grounds herself. She grounds herself, which I want to do. Some coffee in her garden, like it just. I'm like, why can't she I listens do that? to a business podcast mm-hmm. before she checks any social media or looks at her text messages or anything like or that? Or like checks email and like if she does, it like disrupts her whole day. Yes. and like and she's like, I if mean, I had like sense. done all my like mindfulness routine beforehand, I would have had a more positive reaction mm-hmm. to having a bad email come through than vice versa. Right and. I really want, I mean, I do a great morning routine on some days where I'll go work out and then have a nice 30 minute walk afterwards Mm -hmm. and I will meditate while I'm walking. Like I'll listen to my Headspace app and granted that's still technology, but it's not social media in a way. And so I 
try my best, but it's such a habit. The first thing I want to immediately get on Instagram. Like it's the fucking I New York Times. I literally open my phone. Like I turn off my alarm and my thumb just like gravitates yeah. to the Instagram yeah. app. Yeah, when you f- immediately. Like it's ridiculous. It's it's not even it's like. It's right there. It's literally not even something that I think in my brain. Like it I, just happens. I treat Instagram like how I treat the refrigerator. Like you go to the fridge, you open it up, you see what's in there, you don't see anything. And then like five minutes later, you go back hoping something's mm-hmm. different. It's the same fucking shit. Well, and like I have done really well with, like I turned off. I I was doing well. You know how you can set each app to have like a timer. So like from like 9 p.m. to 7 a.m., mm-hmm. my apps are like have the little hourglass thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you, when you click on them, you have to say like, it's like you, these are like turned off for the day or whatever. And it's like, uh, like I don't disregard, have yeah, disregard I don't have limit t- for the day or whatever. I don't have any limits on any of my apps. So I so have no idea. I have the limits. So it's like the disregard limit for today or something. So, like, what's the point? Because I literally just clicked that yeah. button to get on the app. I mean, it's I mean, like, it's like it, a reminder, like, oh, don't do that. Well, don't it's like do the that. TikTok guy that comes up mm-hmm. when you're scrolling. Hey, you've been scrolling hey, for far too long. <laughs> maybe go do something. No, but I, what I was going to say, too, is I've turned off my not- notifications for a lot of things. Yes, I turn off my notifications in general. And that has helped, but yes. I can't do that for text messages. Yeah. Well, you can. Do you have it to where you have the message pops up when someone texts you? Mm-mm. So Mine just says the name. An iMessage yeah. so, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what mine is. So I don't even get a preview of the text, which I, I yeah, like. Yeah, I don't like the preview because if I see a preview of anything, I get stressed out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shoot. I have to like immediately respond. But I think, too, what is hard for me is that my personal phone is also my work phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I do so much work from my phone yes, as well. Yeah. So like all of my clients have my personal phone. So sometimes they text me like, hey, we're not going to be able to come tomorrow. Like so-and-so's got the stomach mm-hmm. bug or you know, whatever. So... Mm-hmm. I have decided, and I have been implementing this for the past like two months. It was my nail tech's idea. She's like, you need to set boundaries with your phone of only responding to text messages during my work hours. Yeah. And not, unless it's something like an emergency from a a parent or like they're not going to be able to come, but they want to reschedule. And I'm like trying to add them into my thing. I think it'd be great. Like eventually, like if, I don't know how much it would be. Yeah. Like, but if there was a way, like one of those, like just like, like simple, like not a smartphone, but like one of those like burner looking phones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to use that mm-hmm. um, for texting like your like clients yeah. something like that. So like it's a separate work phone or something mm-hmm. like that. And maybe like now, one day we're able to get to that, that. With that boundary, it's been really good. Um, but like with all of the COVID stuff and like all the numbers mm-hmm. rising and more exposures, they have been, you know, reaching out to me because, mm-hmm. you know, they've got to let me know that like so-and-so is not going to be there. And then we got to figure out like how how long they basically have to be on quarantine before they Mm -hmm. come back and if we're going to switch to virtual. And there's just a lot right now. So um, it's been a little bit harder this month, I would say. Um, And then, like, I'm going to be out, like, a couple, like, times. So I, like, will respond. We'll text everyone on, like, a Sunday and Mm -hmm. let them know, like, hey, just a reminder, don't show up tomorrow. I won't be there. Well, like, Um, for me, my codependency leaks through to how I am with my technology because I was texting my friend the other day and I immediately replied and was just like, can I get back to you later on this? He's like, yeah, like, I didn't expect you to, like, reply to me immediately. And I was like, I feel like I have to, though. Like, it's right there. And I don't reply immediately. I feel awful. Right. And then I do reply immediately and and I forget to follow up with it. Right. And it's so, here's my issue. One, it's so easy to just respond. Mm -hmm. Like it's right there in front of you and mine's connected to my computer. Mine's connected to my computer so I can just type it out real quick. I've got like seven tabs going. I can just respond. But the, the issue with text messages, and we talked about this, is that there is no mark can mark unread. I can't read like I can't read can't it and then it. flag it or mark it unread like you can like an email mm-hmm. or now that you've shown me an Instagram message. Yes. I did not know you that you can mark yes, something I love unread. It. And so I do that with my email. Like if I get an email and it looks important, I'll open it, see if it's something I can wait on to respond, and then go back and mark it unread. Yeah. And Google so will that, also remind you if you haven't replied right. to something in a couple of days. It'll be and like I love that. haven't haven't responded in three days. Want to follow up or you know something like that. Yeah. And so. That's nice because if I read it, if I read a text message, like on, like, and they come through on my watch. So sometimes I'll like see it on my watch by accident. And then therefore it's gone from my phone. I don't even know that, like, I forget. And then I might not respond. And then I feel like crap because I'm like, oh my gosh, I really don't want them to think I'm ignoring them. But like, also I'm busy as heck right now. And I know that everyone's in the same boat, but it's like this, like, 
this pressure that we put on ourselves that we have unnecessary anxiety. Yes. And it's so crazy because like my mom's like, I don't even know what that feels like because I didn't grow up doing that. And she's like, and I don't respond immediately, Mm -hmm. but we're always, we're all always on our phone. So it's like, it's like one of those things too, where I'm like, they know I'm on my phone. They know I'm on my phone. They know I've read this message and I just, they think I'm ignoring them. They don't want to do this or they don't want to come hang out with me. And they're trying to figure out what, like how to get out of it. And it's just this like fear in the back of my mind. That's like, they're going to not like you because you didn't, or they're going to get mad at you because you didn't. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Why is it? But why like, am I that way? For me lately, you know, I've been looking like for a new roommate for LA yeah. and there's been a couple girls who have DM'd me. If you haven't seen my TikTok, I posted a TikTok looking for a roommate and a couple girls have DM'd me on Instagram. Yeah. And there was one girl, I, I like her. She's cool and everything. We're sending very lengthy messages back and forth because we're answering and replying to questions mm-hmm. as well. And so they're like novel length messages. And sometimes like I just see that big block of text and I'm like, I want to reply to this when I have time mm-hmm. and I can sit there and read everything and give a thoughtful right, reply. Right. So I'm just going to mark on red and then reply to it later when I'm off work. But then I'll go share something on my story and I don't want them thinking that like, oh, like I'm ignoring them and like sharing mm-hmm. some of my stories. Just, I, I just don't have time to sit there and take the time I need to reply to your lengthy message. Right. Which is not, there's not a problem with how long it is. It's, it's just, just I, I don't have the time right now and I want to give you the time that you deserve. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that the writer and I have done because he'll do that too and I will be like, sorry i've been at work a day he's like you literally like do not have to apologize like text me like when like you're fine like it's no worries Mm -hmm. he's like i work from home so it's just naturally easier for For me me to be able to like access and reply and one thing that gives me anxiety is replying to lengthy messages or like delivering lengthy messages so him and i like will do audio messages Mm -hmm. a lot because it's just quicker and it's easier. And then I, we also get to hear each other's voices because we're not always around each other, which is nice as well, too. And then we've yeah. implemented that. And it's interesting. It's very, very interesting because I I think it depends on the person whether or not I would care if someone called me a lot or not. Mm-hmm. Like, if you called me every single day, I'd be like, Hannah, you could have just text me all of this. You already know that I'm a terrible phone caller. <laughs> you I know don't, if I call I you. I don't ever call you unless I like absolutely need something right then. And you don't ever call me unless something's wrong. I call you if there's tea. Or if there's tea. And I'm like, you're like, can I call you? But like, we also do that. Like, can I call you? Yeah. Whereas like Blaine, I just call him. Same with and the writer. So, but yeah. like with everyone else, I'm like, hey, do you have a second? Like, my, see, And my mom, she'll just call people blindly. I know. And, and I'm, I'm just like, like, why can't I be that way? Because if you don't answer, that's fine. That's how she feels. And she'll, I'm like, she'll call, me, she'll call the girls that work at her store. And I'm like, text them before you called them. And she's like, no. Why? I'm their boss. Like, I, 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 if they don't and answer, it's yeah. fine. I'll leave a voicemail exactly. being like, hey. Give me a call whenever you have a chance. Give me a call when you can. I just want to make sure, like, you know, your vacation time is acting mm-hmm. and everything. Because, like, you entered it weird or whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. Like, it's nothing like pressure. Like, and I feel like with me, if my boss called me, I'd be like, what the fuck does she want? Like, <laughs> right. And I think that's just like how we grew, like we grew up with technology, mm-hmm. but like if someone called me when I was like eight on the house phone, I would have been so excited. Like, hey, Oh my God. I when I was the house phone, all, I was so excited to call my friends. When I was <laughs> nine years old, uh, me and my two, one of my friends, she was a girl. And then a guy, we would three way call mm-hmm. each other over the summer and it like we found out what three way calling was, and we were like, "This is the tits." Even though like they both lived right down the road from right. me, and we could have just hung out in person. Right, like <laughs> growing up, like we had my family had these walkie talkies because we would like bike ride a lot in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So like when we got up to the park, we had to walkie my dad and say that we got there safe. But like other than that, we did not communicate. Like we were up at the park for like hours, and then we would be like, "Okay, we're coming home," and we would come home. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, like, my mom, my sister, and I have a group chat. We text in all day, every day. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's like the pressure that is on people now. See, my group chat I have with some of my um, former coworkers, I have them on mute. We all, I think everybody in that group chat, we have the whole group chat on mute because, I mean, I got off work this, yesterday and there was like 90 messages in the group chat. And that's why I put them on mute because I don't want all those notifications. Mm-hmm. And like, it's totally fine because some of them are having their own conversations within the group chat that I'm not a part of. It's some like, of can them you are, get off the group? Well, three of them, <laughs> okay, three okay. of them are lash artists. Three of them do lashes. Okay, okay. And so they're sitting there talking about lashes or whatever. Right, and like, the like, rest of us, I got to get mine done tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, what can you say? Yeah. yeah. Like three of them, one of them did your lashes. <laughs> oh yeah. I love her. I love my lashes. <laughs> but Go yeah, to Lash and Blade downtown, see Canvas. A little shout out. That's who it was. Like, T, it's 
<laughs> Love her. <laughs> but, like, I'm like, I had to put you guys on mute. Like, there's too many messages. Well, and sometimes, and fine with sometimes it. I will put my um, my group text with my sister on and mom on mute during mm-hmm. the workday so that my phone's not constantly mm-hmm. vibrating because that's annoying to me. I know mm-hmm. my parents, I've said it before, I'm like, I'm so sorry my phone's going off. Oh, I took the vibrate off And they're my phone. like, oh, it's fine. Like, I didn't even notice it, but I notice it. So I'm like, oh, please do not yeah, text me. Yeah, I took the vibrate like, off It's my fine phone. to text me, but if I don't respond to you until like 6 p.m., mm-hmm. it's because I literally haven't had a second to breathe all day um, because I only have five minutes in between clients. So I'm like seeing clients, cleaning, seeing client, cleaning, seeing, like I just mm-hmm. go, 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 mm-hmm. go throughout my day. So um, for me, it's hard when I put my phone down and like... I know I, I don't mind it. Like I know this is just how you text. But I'm using you for example. Mm-hmm. Like you sure. send like five thousand. Like not, like you'll send like five texts in a like row. Four or five. Instead of send like one like paragraph because, and everything. Because I hit send too quick. Totally fine. It's totally fine. My brain. I, I do the same thing too <laughs> and everything. But for a while, whenever I was trying to work and everything, and that would happen, mm-hmm. the vi- the constant vibrate would get on my nerves and oh, it I'm would sure. distract me. Yeah. And You're so like, Anna, I shut up. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is not important. <laughs> I am but busy. <laughs> instead of putting my entire phone or like you on do not disturb because I don't want because I'll forget to take you off do not disturb yeah, if I do and that. Just I only have, there's only one person on my phone who's on do not disturb and he knows who he is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he knows, but he, I know. Who yeah, he is. it's an ex um, who's on do not disturb. Y'all can probably guess who it is. Pretty sure that my ex is still on do not disturb. I don't know if I, I ever. I just put him. on do not disturb because I was like, I don't want to see your fucking name pop up on my phone and piss me yeah. off. When you texted me, I want the option to see your name. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to have to see it if I don't mm-hmm. want to. But instead of putting you or like my entire phone on do not disturb, I just took the vibration off my phone on silent. Yeah. So like, if I need to hear something, I'll put it on the ringer, but I never do. I so like it just doesn't vibrate. It yeah. Doesn't make literally any noise when someone texts or calls me. And if I miss their call. If it's important, they can leave a voicemail mm-hmm. and I can call them back. Exactly. Um, the yeah. only time I will stop what I'm doing is if it says Beverly Hills or Los Angeles or anything. Like we stopped recording we did a podcast stop recording. one day mm-hmm. because I thought it was a job. Beverly offer. Hills was calling. <laughs> Beverly. Mm-hmm. It was Beverly Hills. I was like, hold on, Anna. <laughs> thought it was a yeah. job offer. It was a telemarketer. Yeah. So fun. Probably because you've been like searching. My entire and, yeah, life is on ZipRecruiter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I think that pressure of like responding immediately, like mm-hmm. I don't know how to get that to go away. So anyways, I went to my friend's wedding um, in Georgia and she had an unplugged ceremony, which I love. And I think that's like such a sweet thing. It was just like on the bottom of the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and so instead of just turning my phone off, because I have like anxiety with turning my phone off, which mm-hmm. is just probably another reason. I like never, my phone never gets turned off unless I'm like resetting it. Yeah. And that's how bad it is. Um, I mean, I never turn my phone off either, but I think there was yeah. one time where I went to get my phone. This was a while ago, a couple uh, a couple winters ago. I went to go take my phone to Apple to get it fixed, and I had to drop my phone off. And at and I, they were like, we'll be done in two hours. And I didn't have a watch on me either. So oh, I had no idea. So you had to ask somebody. I had to ask people what time it was. Yeah. I had no idea what time it was. I didn't have my phone on me. There was no way to get in contact with anybody. And so, like, you need I a watch. I need a watch, yeah, but I don't. I don't. That's another thing. I don't. I don't want an Apple Watch. I I do not want an Apple oh, Watch because you don't want it connected to your I phone. I do not want to have to have notifications pop yeah. on my phone. You can if turn I them want, off. If I want to get a, well, there's but just, like that's like I'm like over here. The like, only thing I would use an Apple Watch for is for the fitness thing, and at that point, just yeah. a fucking Fitbit yeah. for me. I love my Apple Watch, but, but I I just do not want another thing that has fucking yeah. notifications and get all that shit on there. Yeah. I, I, I don't need it. I want a regular fucking gold Rolex. Yeah. <laughs> But like, so her, so ceremony was unplugged. So I put my phone on airplane mode and put it in my purse and didn't even remember my phone until we were eating dinner at the reception. I was like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I was like, I looked at Mary, my friend Mary, and I was like, this has been so nice. Like I have not looked at my phone Mm -hmm. once. I forgot I had a phone. You didn't get it on your phone that much either during your your music video. No, I was like, I like the social, like I was really present Mm -hmm. and I was like, I need to do this more often. And that sounds yeah. so bad. But like, honestly, like, I think the best thing would be to like, when I get home from work, like maybe like take an hour, like until like seven or whatever. And like respond to people, yeah. look at things or whatever. And then just put it on airplane mode for the rest of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, 
I'm here with my boyfriend. Like that's my time with him. Like the most, why do I need, yeah. who, why do I need to communicate with anyone? It's nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> You're all trying to sleep. <laughs> the most peace I ever have is on an airplane because I don't get notifications. I know. Literally. I mean, this is, and I've said like, this before. Wait, and it's, and the worst part about it is that it's all in our control. Yeah. Like we we're, are, we're literally creating our own stress. Yeah. yeah we are and 100%. We literally turn it off and have a plan and put it into, put it into that's why I, that's play, why but it's like, I can't. I was telling the writer at night that he doesn't have any social media. And I told him, I was like, honestly, that was like the most attractive thing about you. He's like, really? Yeah. That's, I was like, that's it's I love so sexy that mm-hmm. you do not have any social media. Like you just have Facebook just to connect with your family and you don't even have me. And you He's don't like, even get on. He has, he, well, he gets on it every day, but he did a thing where he's like, I started, he's like, I had to add so many alumni to my account. Oh, cause he runs a page. Yeah. He runs mm-hmm. on the alumni um, association in California for my school, but he just unfollowed anybody that wasn't important in his life on Facebook. So like his newsfeed is like curated to just like his close friends mm, and family. I need to do that on Instagram. Yeah. And it is amazing. He said, it's like, he's like, it's just refreshing. I do it my stories. I don't want to see everybody's fucking stories. So I mute a lot of people's stories that I don't want to see. Uh, I'm learning so many things about yeah, Instagram you can mute that stories. I did not know. I don't want to well, see everybody's fucking story. I follow more people than people follow me. And see, I don't. I'm like, I need to fix that. So that's going to be my task tomorrow, organizing my shoes and my Instagram. <laughs> but I don't like to use my device either during a routine that I'm doing. I do not, I do not get my phone while I'm brushing my teeth. And I try... N- I see. I get on my phone sometimes, not every morning. Like, if I'm having a bad morning and I need something to, like, cheer me up, I'll watch a YouTube video while I do my makeup and hair. Okay, now see... But most of the time, I don't. I and I do, just do it. The only thing I watch in the morning when I'm getting ready on YouTube is Good Mythical Morning. Right. I've watched, watched it, that, like, all of I watch, you watch it every, every day. single day yeah. since 2014. Mm-hmm. It is, like, my morning show that I enjoy watching. Yeah. And it's usually 13 minutes. Yeah. After that, I don't watch anything else on YouTube. I'll put on a podcast or something if I want to have mm-hmm. background noise. Um, I don't really do technology in the morning other than the, like, scrolling because then I have to get ready and do all the things and take the dogs out and see, get in the car, and then I'm, then I'm my technology. Mo- when I was in college... And I think if I still lived alone, I probably would do this. When I was in college, I would put the Today Show on in the background. My mom does that too. Mm-hmm. Because I, do, I am one person, I generally do like watching the news. I yeah. listen to NPR in the morning yeah. on my way to like Pure Bar. Um, did your mom do the like um, folklore? Yeah, oh yeah. In the, when, in in the, the background for like a while for in the a morning. fucking month. <laughs> when I still have not watched that. Please watch it. You, wait, or ha- it's on Disney Plus. No, I did watch it. I did watch yeah. it. For it's the, a lot of her in the studio. Yes. yes My mom played that every morning for like a month. I love your mom. And I was not complaining at all. I, I would much rather listen to calming music in the morning. I listen to the morning lo-fi playlist oh, on yeah. Spotify. Yeah. I love That's that That's a really morning. good one. I would rather listen to beats like that, something relaxing and chill in the morning. Than you don't eat- listen to EDM music in the morning? <laughs> Okay, to be fair, he listens to lo-fi as well. He, he we listen I'm to lo-fi harping on him. It's we fine. listen it's to fine. lo-fi in the car on our date. Fuck you. <laughs> I I like the um, like a coffee shop feel in the morning. Yeah, while I'm making my coffee. Yeah, or I, going to Starbucks. But for the I do not keep time. the TV on anymore in the background. I don't ever turn the TV on in the morning. Um, I just don't. Yeah. When I don't know how to do the cable thing, <laughs> still, <laughs> still am like, unsure. I just don't even know how this work thing works I sometimes. Like, I don't know how to watch The Bachelor. <laughs> how do you get it on regular TV? I'm like, how do I? And um, Blaine has only told me 17 times, and I still, I need to like, I need it written down. You know I'm a visual learner, <laughs> but like, I can't figure it out. I'm like, the fact that you just can't turn the TV on. I, I can get it to Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus. Okay. Okay. And that's HBO. Fine. That's Other fine. Honestly, that, that's fine. I'm like, I don't really watch cable unless it's The Bachelorette, so. But mm. like, in my morning, I really want to establish, you know, I want a routine. More. Yeah. I, I have no routine. I want to read more. I want a journal or do something like that. And, you know, get a journal that I would actually do instead of the five-minute journal. I do like it, but it's still so limiting. After a while, I get exhausted of it. Mm-hmm. It's very aesthetically pleasing, though. Yeah. I, I can't do it for a long period of time, though. No. Like, it gets it gets boring and ha- too habitual for me. Yeah. That's the thing. And I think that's my issue with morning routines is that, that I don't want my morning to be, like, just be, like, boring. Robotic. And, yes. Yeah. Like, I feel – because that's kind of how I feel now, honestly. I, like – Get up, I go to the bathroom, I brush my teeth, I take the dogs out, I come in, I get, I feed mm-hmm. the dogs, 
I do my hair and makeup. I get my shit ready. Mm-hmm. I make coffee. I leave. Mm-hmm. It's boring. Mm-hmm. It's so boring. I think, but so, I'm like, how can I? How can I do something? Like, I want to do something every morning, but like, I don't want it to be the same. Because so, if it's the same, I'm gonna be like, ugh. I think mixing it up and just taking a little bit extra time for yourself in the morning, whether that is you know working out for some people, that is mm-hmm. what that is. Doing maybe like a couple, like say you're not working out one morning, well, doing a couple stretches. I was gonna say the mornings that I go to the gym, I have the best day. Yeah. Because, like, like, I get up earlier, so I go to the gym, I work out, I come back here, I shower, and I have so much time. I think one thing I think would be really relaxing for you would be, instead of showering, uh, taking a bath. Oh, yeah. That could be a good idea. Taking a bath, like, with candles. Like, don't even put, like, the bright lights on. Like, Mm -hmm. still, like, having that, like, low mood lighting Mm -hmm. kind of thing. I just hate baths. (laughs) But I think that'd be relaxing (laughs) for you to, like, think about that in the morning. Like, you've already, like, taken some self-care time. Sure. And, like, you could use that time, like, if you need to, like, shave your legs and do, like, shit like that. That's true. That's a good point. Technically, you're going to get a better shave because, like, your hair is soaking in the water longer. I know. I always stand to shave because I take showers. I, like, never take baths. I don't, I've not taken one bath in the Okay, so let's go get some bath bombs then for you. Okay. And Wait, I gotta go to Ulta and get a Hot Tools curling iron because fun fact, mine broke. So after we gotta 10 go to Target. We gotta, do <laughs> we gotta go to Target, Ulta, and Trader Joe's, and Michaels, <laughs> and Michaels, and I gotta feed the dogs. That's fine. So, <laughs> but like, I think like if you took time to like do like a bath in the morning, just try it one morning. Yeah, that's my challenge for you. I want you to try that okay. one morning. Okay, one day I'll do it on Friday <laughs> when I don't have a lot to do. Yeah, but I think, I, but I but like think, incorporating it in the I morning. Think morning, doing it before you go to work though. Yeah, I think it would be more rewarding for you. I think. Mm-hmm. I just think you know, having take your coffee in there for, while you. I take my coffee everywhere. So take it in there <laughs> and like you know like play some music. Yeah, play folklore. I want to start going on a hot girl walk. Like with yes. my coffee, like take stuff. Like, if you took stuff for a walk, she tomorrow. is a terrible walker on oh, the okay. leash. But I need to like. T- Train her. Take so. Trooper on a walk in the morning. Trooper's even worse. Stella is Go better. Go on a walk by yourself. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, let me just leave the dogs here. Go on a walk by yourself, actually. You can just hang. Um, yeah. 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 I listen to like some motivational music or like yeah. a, a mindset podcast or something mm-hmm. like that. Listen to head, download Headspace. I think that would really help you too. Yes, yeah. They have like walk ones, like meditative walk. Oh yeah. Um, things to listen to. They're like twenty minutes long. Yeah. So it's a nice little walk, and then it just really helps to regulate my mind. I think when I do that and just really connect with nature too. Mm-hmm. And there's sometimes where I will take my shoes off in the park and like just like walk barefoot. Yeah. In the grass to really ground mm-hmm. myself for a moment, and that's really relaxing as well too. I've taken my yoga mat before. Oh yeah. And that's sat a good idea. in the yard and um. Not my front yard, like one of the yards of the grass area of the park that I go walk in. And sat there and, like, just did, like, some stretches and everything. And, like, I was afraid to do it at first. I thought people were going to stare at me. But, like, there's other people doing the exact same shit. Right, right. And that's the the thing. It's, like, doing things that are not in your comfort zone, but, like, you know that you've watched other people do. And you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I wish I could be that person. But, like, you literally can. You just have to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's been probably the most rewarding thing and my morning routine has been taking those little extra minutes for myself. And I think even if you can't do that, like, outside, if you want to do it inside your apartment, like, getting a yoga mat, keeping the lights dim, light a couple mm-hmm. candles, doing your living room, like, doing a couple yoga stretches, I think is really nice as well. And taking the extra time to read a book. Maybe just, like, read a little bit of, like, a... Like a not like a fiction book, like a self-help book or something yeah. like that. Something well, I've that's got like, plenty of self-help books over there. One is or like a business strategy yeah. thing, something that's going to like um, improve your life, that kind of thing. Like that would be a good morning thing for yes. me. And then like a fun book at night. Yeah. Something like that to like unwind. And then something like... Something not- like to kind of jumpstart the day and get Absolutely. my mind in a good spot. I mean, honestly, I've said this before. Because Instagram makes me mad. Like I get on there and I'm like, oh, I wish I was in New York. Why am I going to work? <laughs> Why can't I have that purse? And I'm like... Okay. One of my favorite things to do in the morning before I go to work and like, so I'm not in a negative mood, especially if I have to go like really early and I can't go work out. I honestly listen to Case Kenny's podcast. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, I loved having him on the show. Mm -hmm. I did go listen to that episode. It's one of my favorite episodes, Mm -hmm. but his podcast, it's all about your mindset and putting yourself in a positive mood. And like, he just, they're a little... They're, I was going to say they're easily digestible. Yeah, they're I like can listen to bit. it all my commute to work. Yeah. And then I'll either do that or I'll listen to Up First from NPR. And just mm-hmm. like, I like listening to that because I am, I do listen to the news. I like the news, but I don't want to listen to an entire like hour long news segment about yeah, something. No. No, no, no. And Up First is literally like 15 minutes long, very digestible. Like here's what's going on right now in the world kind mm-hmm. of thing. And it's, 
not always sad. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like. It's more like po- it's, they talk about serious things, but just the way it's delivered to you. Yeah. I also just like how NPR's voices are. Like, there's really relaxing voices. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I like doing that. I listen to pe- funny people. I listen to Scout and, <laughs> Scout and Maddie. That's also a great or, one, yeah. I always want to say Chasey. Chelsea, Chelsea and JC. Because <laughs> um, they're funny. Yeah. Or um, Gals on the Go. I really like them. Mm-hmm. Something that's like lighthearted. Like mm-hmm. I don't need too much. Like I need, like I want to be focused and I want to have like, you know, be awake and stuff. But Or I'll, or I'll listen to music. But I don't listen to music as much in the morning as I, I used either. to. I don't either. I do on my way home. If, if I listen to music. Unless in I'm the, in the middle of a podcast that yeah, I really want to If hear. I listen to music in the morning, I'm listening to lo-fi music, like I said. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite. Or I'll pick an album. I did like, make it. Re- Right now, I've been listening to Evermore because that's like the vibes I'm feeling yes. like because I really need it to cool down. I did make an easy morning music playlist, mm. and it's one of my favorite ones. You I will, should share that on our story. I will. It is probably one of my favorite playlists that I've ever made because and make the it vibes, public so people can follow. It is public. Oh, yeah, it's public. Go yeah. follow it. It's called Easy Morning. It's on my Spotify. Like it literally has great vibes. All on it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you listen to some of the songs. Like, I saw Gold Rush. That's all I need. <laughs> I freaking love that song. But I think also Spotify has made some amazing playlists as well. Morning Commute is a great one. Um, mm-hmm. Morning Lo-Fi. Mellow Lo-Fi Morning is another good one. Morning Coffee is a great one from Spotify as well. And then also, like, I think you would really love the podcast The Morning Toast. Oh, yes. Uh, so many people have said to listen to that. It's your vibes. Yet. It's so okay. your vibes. Okay. I'm going to add that too. I'm going to listen to that. Yeah. Because Maybe it I'll is. I'll listen to it tomorrow on my hot girl walk. It's, yeah, it's perfect for that. Mm-hmm. I've listened to it before. And it's just like pop culture kind of thing. But also like we're going to tell you like about Yom Kippur, like things like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's just really digestible yeah. content yeah. for like millennial women, I think. Yeah. I love that. So, I love all of the things that we so, just said. So, I mean, we're not like exiling technology from no, our routines. No, because a lot of what we consume is through technology and like a lot of the and ways are, that we learn. Like, I'm always on my computer. And we can be thankful for technology. I don't oh, think, I am. I don't think yeah. we ever need to like be like, fuck technology, get rid of it, throw your phones into the fucking ocean kind of thing. I mean, maybe for like a day, like a, a, t- <laughs> a, a tech-free day. Yeah. I would love and to do that. And spend that time like in nature mm-hmm. or with family and friends, mm-hmm. something like that, or both together. Yeah. So we're not saying to exile technology from your life. Obviously, we need it. We're in the 21st century. Our lives revolve around it. Right. I think ways to limit the negative effects that you have around social media is to turn off excess notifications, limit your screen time habits, maybe, you know, using those screen time activities on your apps and then encouraging like a no technology is on when you're with your family and friends. Like when you're at dinner, putting your phone on do not disturb, putting your phone on do not disturb while you're in bed and maybe putting your phone in a separate room and trying different, uh, non-technology activities right before bed to kind of unwind in your morning as well. I think it's a great way to kind of kickstart your day and not be so pigeonholed Mm -hmm. to your phone. Yeah, I think that's great. I'm going to try all of these things this week. And let, Maybe I'll just we'll pick bo- one. We'll both try these things and then report to back to each other. if I try to do seven things, I'm not going to get it done. So it's pick fine. one thing to try. So yeah, let's try this. Both of us try something in the morning. I'm going to try reading more in the morning. I'm going to try to take a hot girl walk. With my coffee. I don't know how long it'll be, but just some sort it. of walk. I mean, I have the perfect place to walk here. Absolutely. So. I think you got it. Yeah. That or working out. One of the two. Cool. Cool. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.